Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Kevin Herter to get it in. Everyone standing at State Farm Arena. Herter looks. Plays it into Trey. Two seconds, one. Trey Slaughter. Rip his heart out, I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal in Michigan, most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Lynx is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander, he's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody ruthless. I'm Sonny Liston, I'm Jack Dempsey, there's no one like me. I'm from Nairclaw, there's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous, my defense is impregnable, and I'm just ferocious. I want your heart, I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. You are now listening to the Hawks Beat Podcast with your host. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what is up? What is up? What is up? Welcome to another edition of the Hawksbeat Podcast. It's your man, E-Dub, Hawksbeat Podcast, Season 7, Episode 29. Hawks get the victory tonight over the Denver Nuggets, man. Yes, a victory episode. So, uh, Hawks get the dub tonight and an impressive win, 123 to 115. And uh, a good win for the Hawks, a good team win for the Hawks. We're going to take you through it. So, uh, sit back and uh, let's enjoy the ride and talk about this win. Um,. Let's get right into it, guys. Let's not let's not waste any time. We'll put the housekeeping at the end of the podcast, but we appreciate you for rocking with us and for uh, you know checking us out. So wherever you are, we appreciate you for for listening to the show. We love to hear your feedback, uh, what you hate about the show, what you love about the show. But make sure you go by and uh, to good old Apple Podcasts and give us a five star rating. We would greatly appreciate that. Let's start with let's start with keys to the game. So if you're new here, one of the things that we always do is keys to the game. Just something a little something I do in the pregame. Uh, I was able to catch Lloyd's. I mean not Lloyd, Coach McMillan, uh, his pregame tonight, 
before we get started, just um, Lloyd had to Lloyd was actually going to coach tonight, but he had to sit out because of NBA protocols. Um, we all know that uh, he just him and his wife, him, him and his lovely wife just had a brand new baby. So, again, congratulations to the Pierce family. Uh, from what we hear, uh, everybody is doing well. But uh, Lloyd had to set out a few more days to um, satisfy NBA protocol. So he was not able to coach tonight. But Coach McMillan said in the pregame that they had a Zoom meeting. And, you know, just to go over the strategies and, and things that need to get done. So he coach was very much involved uh, in tonight's game. Um, yeah, and even after the game, man, Coach McMillan, he was very uh, <laughs> he was very forthcoming with 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 coaches with praises for for coach pierce so uh we're not gonna get into to the usual stuff we get into tonight but i mean go listen to the interview on youtube i'm sure uh if you if you didn't catch the interview the post game just uh i'm pretty sure jamila will have it up on her page if not we'll try to get it out to you guys but uh coach mcmillan talked a lot about coach pierce in the post game but um, like I said earlier, we're going to go over the keys to the game. Just some of the things that we talked about before the game. And I do this every every game. Oh, I try to do this every game. I'm, I'm, I'm hitting pretty good at about 90-something percent or whatever. But um, And then we come back on the, pod, pod, the podcast and talk about, uh, you know, how, did these keys even matter? <laughs> you know, uh, did we hit on them? Did we not hit on them? It's all good. But... Um, First key to the game is, I said, got to set the tone early defensively. Coach McMillan talked about this in the pregame. That has been the focus within the gameplay. Um, regardless of how the Hawks have played defensively all season long, one thing that they have always talked about is setting the tone early, being physical, being scrappy. Um, Coach uh, McMillan talked about that after the game. I thought they... Uh, the first quarter, I thought they were just okay offensively. I mean, defensively, they didn't really do anything to really wow you. Um, they didn't let the Nuggets get away from them, and I thought that that was very important. I thought all night long, Clint Capella gave Jokic. Uh, I, I don't want to say he gave him fits, but he made him work. He made him work, and that's what Coach McMillan talked about before the game. So. Uh, he said he was singing Capella's praises after the game and was like, yo, we didn't even have to send doubles because Clint was just playing him straight up. He was making him work. And that's what you got to do with a guy like Jokic. Jokic is going to get his and he's a hell of a ball player. But to hold him to 15 and 10 and six assists uh, should be commended on five or 15 shooting. Uh, that should be commended. So uh, kudos to one Mr. Clint Capella. Um, my next key to the game was value the ball. I said seems generic, but Coach McMillan said turnovers and bad shots will make it a long night for the Hawks. I thought the Hawks did a excellent job uh, taking care of the basketball. Kudos to Trey Young. Um, I'm not sure how many turnovers he had, but it wasn't many. It wasn't many at all. I thought he did a great job managing the game. The total turnovers in the game were 11 for the Hawks. That is great. <laughs> that is really good. 11 turnovers on 29 assists. That's, that's, that's really good. That's really good for the Hawks. 
and those those assist to turnover numbers aren't usually uh, like that. But for tonight, you had a cooking man. No complaints out of me. No, even you know. I mean, of course, there's always room for for improvement. But I mean, shoot, that's what you need to have to beat a team like the Denver Nuggets. So kudos for them to taking for uh, taking care of the ball. I thought the shot selection was good. I didn't see a lot of, uh, you know, rush shots or just silly shots or just, you know, stupid shots like, you know. But it, it helps when you are playing with a lead, and that's what the Hawks were doing for a good part of the second quarter on. You know, we'll talk a little bit about that later, but uh, it helps. You know, it slows down. It gives There's a confidence that you play with when you are ahead and the Hawks were able to do that tonight. So uh, kudos to them for valuing the ball. Did a good job with turnovers. Good job with shot selection, in my opinion. The most important key, in my opinion, well, actually not in my, well, you know, the next key. <laughs> the next key is I said next man up. I said the Hawks need at least four guys to have efficient games in order to win. If only two to three guys play well, chances are they won't win. This game will be tough, but the Hawks can win. Um, I said, look, man, this has to be a all-hands-on-deck situation. We saw in the Boston game that, look, you can't just have two guys ball out and expect to win a ball game. You just can't do it. Hawks had six guys in double figures tonight. And Okongwu and Cam Reddish had nine and eight points, respectively. So you almost had eight guys in double figures. That hasn't been the trend for the Hawks. That has not been the trend for the Hawks. Um, The bench play that they got tonight was outstanding. It was outstanding. And I tweeted about it um, in the second quarter. I thought the second quarter they gave him great minutes. I thought... um, I mean, all of the bench players, man, I take my hat to all all five guys that came off the bench did yeoman's job. And they were all what and all the guys uh, for the for the uh, on the bench had plus uh, they had plus numbers on the plus minus. So uh, from Gallo to Big O, Solomon Hill, Tony Snell, the Maze kid, I thought he played really well uh, running the point. Um Man, you, you you just really like what you're seeing out of him. You're starting to see glimpses from Big O. You know, you're starting to see glimpses. And folks told you it was going to take time. They told you it was going to take time. But, you know, fans have a hard time of waiting for, for things to develop. But uh, I really like what I saw out of Big O tonight, of how he competed. And... Um, yeah, I just like what I saw out of him tonight. So those were our keys to the game. Um, you know, setting the tone defensively, valuing the ball, and next man up mentality. I think they did an outstanding job for all three of those keys. So uh, shout out to the Hawks on the victory, man. Shout out to the Hawks on the victory. Now they just got to keep it going. <laughs> they just got to keep it going. You have Cleveland up next. And let me see if I had a stat for how many games they have. Um, I may have to go and search my Twitter. So they have a certain amount of games within like the next 12 or 13 days. Uh, they got a lot of games coming up, man. A lot of games coming up. So you're going to have to put this win behind you. 
go on to Cleveland and get you another one. You know, no time to celebrate, no time to be like, oh, yeah, we did it. Nah, you need to go get another one. You need to go get another one. You need to go. You need to beat Cleveland. Like, this is a team, I believe, um, I believe the last time they played Cleveland, they lost to Cleveland. I got to go back and check. I'm going to go back and check over the break. Uh, but yeah, I, you, you gotta, you gotta get you another one, man. Get you, you gotta win these games that are winnable games. You know, the games that you have against the Lakers and the Clippers and the top tier teams, those are kind of just like, Hey, they are what they are. Get your best shot. They're just better teams. But these teams that match up with you, these teams with similar records, you need to start knocking them off. Need to start knocking them off. I knew that Denver, even though they're uh, they they came in as a sixteen and thirteen team, they were five and five in their last ten games. So they were playing about five hundred ball. You know, they were playing about five hundred ball, and I knew that the Hawks could they would have a chance to beat them. This wasn't a game where, you know, oh man, we playing we playing Nuggets. So they got it done tonight, 123 to 115. We're going to take a quick break here from one of our sponsors. On the other half, on the other side, we are going to get into a little recap, and then we'll break down the game like we normally do. You're listening to the Hawksby Podcast, episode 29, season 7. It's your man, E-Dub. We'll be right back. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Hawksby Podcast, episode Number 29 of season 7, Hawks get the W over the Denver Nuggets, 123-115. to The stat I was looking for before we went to break was the amount of games the Hawks have uh, coming up within the next, really, 11 nights. Uh, Starting tonight, the Hawks will have 7 games in the next 11 nights. So, that's a lot. So, (laughs) no rest for the weary. These wins and losses, whatever they are, you're going to have to just put them behind you, man. Going to have to put them behind you and just, you know, put your foot forward, you know, take care and and, and just, you know, focus on the next game up. So um, let's get into this brief recap of the game. Hawks and Nuggets. Nuggets came out. Um, I wouldn't say they necessarily came out on fire, but they did put up 33 points in that first quarter. Nuggets are one of the better teams in the NBA when it comes to first quarter scoring. Uh, They averaged like in the 30s, I believe. I believe that was the stat. So this first quarter, man, 33 points to 27. They shot 65% from the field. 57 from three, and obviously that's not sustainable. <laughs> you know, no one's going to shoot close to 60% from three-point range. And Coach talked a little bit after the game. He said, you know, we were getting good shots. They just weren't falling. So we just had to make sure that we keep the guys' heads. Uh, we, ke- we kept them encouraged, um, and we kept them, you know, just staying with the process and uh, keep things rolling. But the seven-point first quarter for Trey. Uh, four assists in that first quarter. He played the full first quarter, and uh, he really started to get his teammates involved. And again, after the game, Coach McMillan talked about Trey, his ability to manage the game and get into spots. One other, let me see if I can pull up this quote. I want to pull up this quote that he had after the game, and I tweeted it out, but I didn't. I didn't put it in my notes. So let me find this quote. Um, just one word. So a question was asked to coach McMillan after the game about Trey. And he said that sometimes Trey has the uh, Trey has the propensity to 
uh, move in traffic. Uh, what that means is uh, Trey will have a double team or something. He may even take a bad shot or trying to dribble out of it. And the quote is this. He said, Coach Pierce has been doing a lot of film work with Trey to show him spacing and where opportunities come up. And uh, he's doing a good job. Pretty much saying that, you know, Coach, they're working with Trey on the spacing and trying to figure out when to get the ball out of his hands and how to get out of these double teams when they try to trap you and do all of these things. And he was just singing his praises, really, about how well of a job he did tonight. But I just thought that was a value uh, after the post game, uh, which Coach McMillan was talking about. So, uh, yeah, Nuggets win the first quarter, 33-27. to 27, And then the, over the next two quarters, the Hawks will outscore the Nuggets. What was it, 60? Let me see if I wrote it down. 66 to 43. So the second and quarter, second and third quarters, uh, the Hawks really began to run away with, well, not really run away because in, in, in the NBA, you're never running away, right? You're never running away. The team is always run, run, uh, that'll get them back into it. And that we actually saw that tonight, but second and third quarter Hawks outscored the, the Nuggets 66 to 43. And it began in that second quarter, that second quarter that and I'll tell you what to me it was the second unit that came in because you had to rest Trey because you played him a full you played him the full 12 minutes of that first quarter you were able to rest him for a good 8 minutes in that second quarter and during that during that quarter during that rest you had Gallo you had Tony Snell Solomon Hill Okongu Skylar Mays and I believe Kevin Herter was out there. And they did a little they did a little substitution. Like, you know, eventually Collins and Reddish and, and those guys came in. But that that core of, of bench guys, Gallo, Snell, Hill, Congo, and Mays, uh, they did a great job. Like they did a great job. I even think that they extended the lead. I I don't have all of the numbers about what what the run was while they were on the court, but Gallo had six point that quarter. Tony Snell hit two threes in that quarter. Uh, the Maze kid, I thought he he had a couple nice moves to the basket. Uh, Kongu had three points. I mean, it was just like that's what this team was supposed to be this year. That's what this team was supposed to be—a strong bench to give Trey the opportunity to rest Trey and all the other starters. But. Um, Tonight the bench really, really stepped up tonight, and to me that was the to me that was the turning point of the game. That second quarter, and now you got Trey coming in with about five minutes left in the quarter, and he's doing his thing. He's fresh, you know, he's fresh. So he comes in, and he doesn't even really need to do a lot of heavy lifting, you know. He only had four points and four assists in the quarter, but you've given him rest. Now he's going into halftime, and he has a lot more. Uh, he's got a lot more energy, man. He's got a lot more energy. He only played 16 minutes in that first half. So he goes into the half, 11 points, 8 assists. You know, you like the job that he's doing, getting everybody involved. Uh, at halftime, the Hawks had 5, 7. Hawks had 9 guys that were on the board. 9 guys that have scored. That hasn't been the norm for the Hawks. Has not been the norm for the Hawks. And then, and, and the good thing about it, 
was the third quarter. The third quarter happens, and you don't really miss a beat. You don't really miss a beat. You're coming out. You shoot 54% for the quarter. You should, you make half of your threes. You only put up 10, which is good. You only put up 10. You didn't shoot a whole gaggle of <laughs> three-pointers. But uh, that third quarter was kind of the Trey Young quarter. <laughs> it was kind of the Trey Young quarter. He, he, he's, he's had his long rest in the second. He's coming out. He's fresh. He's hungry. You know, he, he, the boy wants to win. The boy wants to win. He comes out 14 points in that third quarter, five assists. Uh, he was a plus nine. Shot four of five from three-point range. The boy, I mean, it was the Trey Young quarter. It simply was the Trey Young quarter. And not to be outdone, Clint Capella, eight points, four of four. But again, he just made Jokic work the whole night. Uh, that third quarter, Jokic was three of seven, seven points, three assists. That's not typically a Jokic night, you know. Uh, and the Murray kid didn't do much either. So I, I think as a whole, as a whole, they just played better defense. They just played good team defense. I thought Cam had some good flashes. John had a couple of nice blocks uh, during the game. So I think this, the defensive intensity was picked up. And it, it, it shows you. I'll tell you what it shows you. It shows you that they can do it. Like, it shows you that they can do it. It's like you almost like, you know, you're thinking about your kids in, in school. You know, I, I told you you can do it. You just got to put your mind to it. That's what the Hawks did tonight. And that third quarter uh, really, really uh, gave them a lot of separation. So they go into the final quarter up. Uh, I think they're up 16 or so. I think they're up 16. And, um, no, my bad. I'm sorry. My apologies. They were up 17. So going into the fourth quarter, you're going up, you're going into the fourth quarter with a 17 point lead. And you wonder to yourself (laughs) because of what you've been through as Hawks fans. And I know you're all thinking it. How in the world will they blow this? Will they blow this? Can they, what is it possible for them to blow a 17-point lead. It is probably anything's possible, right? Anything's possible. But uh, Denver did make a run because that's what teams do. They make a run. They actually end up winning this fourth quarter. They score 39 points. Luckily, the Hawks put up 30. Uh, you know, towards the end, they got a little hairy. Uh, they cut the lead to around eight, nine points or something like that. But it was just a little bit too little too late uh they ran out of gas and the uh the hawks were just you know making the free throws at the end of the game making the free throws at the end of the game in that quarter the hawks shot 16 of 18 for th- from uh not three from the free throw line so you shot 88 percent from the line you put up your 30 points and you don't win by 17 you win by nine either way you'll take it either way you'll take it so um just a great win for the hawks um, a good win and, um, you know, however you want to spin it, you know, you could spin it however you want to with the whole coach Pearson, name McMillan thing. We're not going to get into that tonight, but, uh, it was just a good win for the Atlanta Hawks. So again, they take on the Denver, I mean, not the Denver Nuggets, the Cleveland Cavaliers on Tuesday. And uh, we're going to see what they got left in the tank, man. We're going to see what they got left in the tank. We're going to take another quick break. 
hear from some more of our sponsors. And on the other side, we're going to get into the good, the bad, and the ugly, the player of the game, and the Fab Five. You're listening to the Hawks Week Podcast, episode number 29, season 7. It's your man, E-Dub. We'll be right back. This segment is brought to us by Tillman's Trinkets and Things. Custom jewelry shipped quickly to your doorstep. Every piece will be uniquely yours. You can get the Tillman's Trinkets and Things from our website, thehawksbeat.com. Just click on their banner, Tillman's Trinkets and Things. Shout out to our guy, Jonathan. He's done great work. He's made pieces for my daughter, for my son, for myself. Check out the folks over at Tillman's Trinkets and Things. All right, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Final segment here on the Hawksbeat Podcast. And uh, it is time for us to give out our awards. Good, bad, and ugly, Fab Five, and the uh, player of the game. So uh, <laughs> I was just thinking about some stuff that uh, it just kind of made me laugh. So the good tonight is this. The good tonight is this. And it was a lot of good tonight. So I'm just going to try to just limit it down to one thing. To me, the good for the Hawks was the fourth quarter poise. It was the poise because Denver didn't make a run. They did cut the lead several times to under 10. And uh, there were times, you know, during this season where we have seen the Hawks start to hang their head because the team is on a run and they just can't buy a bucket. They can't, you know, they do silly turnovers. But tonight, they were poised. They did what they had to do. Second team, first team, everybody stepped up. Every man stepped up. And that's what this Hawks team is going to have to do if they want to win ball games. There's no room for error. There's no room for error. You can't have Trey go off of 40 and think you're going to win. You're going to need everybody, all hands on deck, every single night so to me the fourth quarter poise that this team played with is the good now I I was debating so the bad is this I was debating if this is really bad what I'm about to say but I couldn't really classify it as good if you watch the game if you watch the game you saw the Gallinari play, and you know exactly what I'm, <laughs> you know exactly what I'm talking about. My man Gallinari is at the, the top of the key. He pump fakes, and I forget who's guarding him, but he knocks the ball off. It was a clean play; it wasn't a foul. Gallo regathers the ball, takes takes a dribble. I mean, I don't even know if he took takes a dribble. But he, he, he drives, he gets around his defender, shoots the ball, but he shoots it off the rim a la Tracy McGrady when he threw the alley-oop to himself and dunked it like in several games that he did during his career. Gallo throws it off, <laughs> he throws it off the glass, gets the call, gets the ball back, takes another shot. Misses it, goes to the line and shoots two. I think he made two free throws. So I can't classify that as good. And I'm not necessarily even classifying it as bad. But that play tonight gave me so much laughter and so much joy. 
uh, it's definitely that play is going to be forever etched in my mind, and I'll probably dream about it tonight. But uh, salute to Gallinari tonight. I thought he played a solid game, 12 points, five boards. And uh, one thing about Gallo, man, he's always going to play hard. He's slow as molasses. He's slow as molasses, but he's always going to play hard. And, uh, you know, you like to see the shots go down for him because if the shots ain't going down for him, there's really no reason to have him out there. So, you know, you need the shots to fall for Gallo. But, you know, that was his contribution tonight. As far as the ugly is concerned, I don't don't even necessarily know if I have an ugly tonight. Um, I could be kind of nitpicky and just say, you know, it was kind of the last like 90 seconds, last minute and a half, two minutes. Just all the fouling and feet throws, like, that kind of gets monotonous. Like, that was ugly to me. Like, I don't like that. That's boring. Like, the game's over, y'all. <laughs> like, I get it. But, um, yeah, I didn't really have much ugly tonight, man. It was just a lot of good for the Atlanta Hawks tonight. Um, I thought the difference was the uh, – thought the difference tonight was just the play of the bench. The, when you get good bench play, it is so crucial for everything – else that the Atlanta Hawks want to do so yeah that's the good bad and ugly as far as the fab five the fab five I'm going to do something a little different tonight I always do the fab five and I usually just end up with the same guys with not necessarily the same guys you know I usually have usually three starters uh you maybe sometimes I'll, I'll sprinkle in two guys from the bench here's what I'm going to do tonight and this isn't a slide on Trey Young or Clint Capella, who had great games in their own right. I'm going to get the Fab Five tonight to all of the five bench players tonight. The Hawks played five guys off the bench. They went 10 deep tonight. So Gallinari, Akangu, Solomon Hill, Snell, and Skylar Mays. That is my Fab Five tonight. No, they didn't lead the team in scoring. They didn't lead the team in minutes. They didn't do anything. But I thought they did above and beyond what they normally do. You know, what they normally do. I thought they did above and beyond. And for tonight, they are going to be my Hawks beat Fab Five. Um, Starting with Skylar Mays, 12 minutes, 1 of 4 from the field, 2 minutes, I mean 2 points. I thought Skyler did a great job of just competing. I thought his defense was good. I thought that when he went in for Trey at the point position, I thought that they they had a uh, it was it was an increase on the defensive side of the ball. And I don't think Trey's defense was horrific tonight, you know. But I thought that Skyler Mays came in and gave you great energy from the point guard position from the point guard position. So shout out to the rook. Uh, good. I think he's going to be a really good pickup for the Atlanta Hawks. Tony Snell, 23 minutes, 12 points, 4-5 from 3. I didn't realize Tony was the shooter that he was. But evidently, Tony is a shooter. <laughs> That's on me for not knowing the scouting report. 4-5 from 3 tonight, 12 points. Listen. If you can get this on a consistent basis, there is some talk on the on the timeline about what about the possibility of starting Tony Snell and moving Cam to the bench and having Cam going against second teamers. What do y'all think about that? What do y'all think about that? Tell me, like, tweet me uh, at Hawksbeat 
or hit me up on Instagram and tell me what you think about that idea. And somebody brought it up and I just thought like that might be of value like get to get him going. And I thought Cam had a decent game tonight. He had eight points, you know, four rebounds. Uh, I thought it was good defensively, but you bring Tony Snell into that lineup, you're going to lose something defensively, of course. You're going to lose something defensively. But uh, if Tony Snell can give you some of that shooting consistency consistently to your to your five, uh, that might be of value. And and you know, now Cam is going against second team guys. Uh, that may you know I don't know, but the guy who tweeted that I told him that traditionally coaches don't like to mess with that set with that starting lineup if it's not due to injury. You know, it, it's tough for them to pull a guy because of he just not playing well. That's just traditionally not what coaches do. But good game tonight for Tony Snell. Solomon Hill didn't score any points, but 15 minutes. Solomon Hill, uh, kind of the enforcer, man. You know, kind of the enforcer and just being uh, that veteran presence that you like from him. Uh, Okongu, 14 minutes, nine points, uh, two rebounds. I thought he was active. Thought he was active tonight, and and uh, he looked really good tonight in the 14 minutes he played. And again, the kid is going to get better the more he plays. You know, Coach Nate was like, "Look, man, he just got to be patient. He's a rookie. You know, what I'm saying we're gonna we're gonna get him in, but he's a rookie. Nothing is given in this league. You know, you're not just gonna get playing time just because. You know, just just because." No, man, you got to earn these minutes. You got to get stronger. You got to get better. You got to get more healthy. And uh, I I thought tonight was a good step forward in earning more minutes. So shout out to the Rook. The last guy in the Fab Five, Gallinari. 12 points tonight, 3 of 6 from the field, 1 of 3 from 3-point range, 5 rebounds, 21 minutes. I thought that, uh, look, man, if if Gallinari's hitting shots, you got to have him out there. The problem is, if he's not hitting shots, it's hard to really justify his minutes. Um, I mean, you're paying him a ton of money, but uh, if he's not hitting shots, the value of Gallinari goes way down. And tonight, he hit shots, you know, at a 50% clip. Have no problem with that. Player of the game. Uh, It's tough, man. Uh, Trey and Clint again, man. It's like I've given these guys co-players of the game many times. But here's what I'm going to do. I'm, 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 I'm going to be kind of slick with it again. I'm going to give Trey the offensive player of the game. And I've never split him up like this before. <laughs> I'm going to give Trey the offensive player of the game with 35 points, 15 assists. And I'm going to give Trent, I mean, not uh, Trent, Clint Capella the defensive player of the game. 22 points, 10 rebounds. And that's based solely on the defense that he played on Jokic tonight. The defense that he played on Jokic was just really good. Yeah, I don't know when the next time you'll see him have well, Jokic have a night where he's fifteen and ten and six, and like that should be celebrated. So, uh, Clint on the defensive side, Trey on the offensive side, and those are your players of the game. I'm trying to think, uh, is there any Hawks news that is pressing? Uh, nope, no injury updates that I've gotten in the email or anything. So, uh, I don't have anything on that. Um, coach Pierce should be back coaching on Tuesday. And so, uh, we'll see how 
um, if the Hawks can start or maybe string some of these games together. So um, before we go, uh, let me get rid of some of this housekeeping. A large part of what we do is on the social media front. So please make sure that you connect with us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. We are at Hawks Beat. So one word, follow us on Twitter, all of our um, social media platforms. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. I usually drop a podcast. I'm going to drop this one tonight, even though I don't really promote it tonight because it's late and I usually do it in the morning. But if you're up, you want to check out the pod, I'm going to have it ready tonight once I put it all together, put it to bed. So you can check it out there. Subscribe. It'll let you know when the pod drops. Also, um, make sure you um, give us a five-star rating whenever you can. It would be nice if you did that, like, right now. <laughs> Just go into Apple Podcasts, go into the little rating thing, and uh, we need as much five-star ratings as possible because that helps us out in the podcasting community. So, again, we appreciate you guys for listening. We appreciate all the support. We appreciate uh, all the interaction with you guys and all the retweets and reshares. Keep up the good work. And uh, be good to each other, guys. Be good to each other out there. And uh, like we say all the time, God is good all the time. And all the time, God is good. So if you don't know him, you need to find him and show him love. Because that is all he is showing you. L-O-V-E love. We out. Peace. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.